Let us pray together. And so we come, holy God, to this remarkable place and this joyous occasion with thankful hearts. You, O Lord, are the one in whom all time and space find completion and fulfillment because you are the creator, the redeemer, and the sustainer of the ends of the earth. Praise the Lord. Give thanks, for God's steadfast love endures forever. We come, gracious Savior, because you've called us to yourself out of the darkness and into your amazing light. You've called us into the Church of Jesus Christ, into communion with you to stand with and for one another. You've brought us together from faraway places, from different tribes and cultures, through challenges, overcoming obstacles, to join our voices together in song, in harmony, carrying a melody that you have given us to sing. Praise the Lord. Give thanks, for God's steadfast love endures forever. We come, O Holy Spirit, to this Pentecost moment, and we stand in awe of what you can do and have done to redeem human life, overcoming barriers and boundaries that separate us, lifting us from where we've been, bringing us to where we are now, and guiding us towards what we shall be. The past, the present, the future merge together here today. Praise the Lord. Give thanks, for God's steadfast love endures forever. And now, may the love of Christ, which surpasses knowledge, give us the ability to comprehend what is the breadth, the length, the height and the depth of the love of Christ, for we've gathered in his name. Praise the Lord. Give thanks, for God's steadfast love endures forever. Amen.
Let us pray. O Holy One, we ask now for your spirit to come and stir in our souls. The same spirit that stirred over the face of the deep, the same spirit that set a star in the night sky of Bethlehem, the same spirit that gave life and breath to your church on that first Pentecost. O Holy One, may your spirit now come and stir in our souls as your living word is read and proclaimed today so that when we leave this sacred space and go across the street or across the country or around the globe, we go forth as your people, a people of light and love and healing and hope. O Holy One, may your spirit now come and stir in our souls. Amen. Our Old Testament reading is from Lamentations, chapter 3, verses 19 through 24. The thought of my affliction and my homelessness is wormwood and gall. My soul continually thinks of it and is bowed down within me. But this I call to mind, and therefore, I have hope. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I will hope in him. Here ends the first lesson.
Our New Testament reading is from Luke chapter 5, verses 1 through 11. Once while Jesus was standing beside the lake of Gennesaret, and the crowd was pressing in on him to hear the word of God, he saw two boats there at the shore of the lake. The fishermen had gone out of them and were washing their nets. He got into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, and asked him to put out a little way from the shore. Then he sat down and taught the crowds from the boat. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, put out into the deep water and let down your nets for a catch. Simon answered, Master, we have worked all night long, but have caught nothing. Yet, if you say so, I will let down the nets. When they had done this, they caught so many fish that their nets were beginning to break. So they signaled their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both boats so that they began to sink. But when Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees saying, go away from me, Lord, for I am a sinful man. For he and all who were with him were amazed at the catch of fish that they had taken. And so also were James and John, sons of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon. Then Jesus said to Simon, do not be afraid. From now on, you will be catching people. When they had brought their boats to shore, they left everything and followed him. This is the word of the Lord. Good morning. The commencement announcements are as follows. The Board of Trustees of Princeton Theological Seminary records with sorrow and gratitude to God for their witness and service among us the death of the Reverend Dr. Clarence B. Ammons, Trustee Emeritus, on May 11, 2018. The Board of Trustees records the completion of active service on the Board of Trustees the following. Mr. Michael G. Fish, after 14 years of devoted service, and the Reverend Dr. Laird J. Stewart, after five years of devoted service. The Board also recognizes the Reverend Mark J. DeVries, after three years of devoted service as an alumni trustee. The board announces the election of the Reverend Jeffrey V. O'Grady as chair and Dr. Leslie K. Braxick 
as vice chair. The board records the election of the Reverend Dr. Peter E. Whitelock and the Reverend Dr. Stephen T. Yamaguchi to the board of trustees. The board notes the election of retired trustees, Reverend Dr. Fred R. Anderson, Reverend Dr. John T. Galloway, and Mr. Thomas J. Rosser to emeriti status. The board announces the appointment of Dr. L. Gordon Graham as the Henry Luce III Professor of Philosophy in the Arts Emeritus, Dr. James F. K. as Dean and Vice President of Academic Affairs Emeritus, and the Joe R. Engel Professor of Homiletics and Liturgics Emeritus. Reverend, and Reverend, I'm sorry, and Dr. Richard R. Osmer as the Ralph B. and Helen S. Ashenfelter Professor of Mission and Evangelism Emeritus. The board would also like to record the appointment of Dr. Jacqueline E. Lapsley as Professor of Old Testament and Dean and Vice President of Academic Affairs, effective July 1st, 2018. Dr. Nancy Lammers Gross as the Author Sorrell Rudd Professor of Speech Communication and Ministry, effective July 1, 2018. Listed in your commencement bulletin are the prizes and award winners for this academic year. The graduates who are the recipients of these awards will receive with them with the conferral of their degrees. There are also a number of awards given to undergraduate students. Would all those present who are receiving prizes and awards please stand? Thank you. Congratulations on a job well done. And finally, some logistical announcements. Please note the signs at both sides of the aisles that indicate no photography beyond this point. All guests must remain behind these signs during the ceremony, and please leave the center aisle clear as well. We ask this as a courtesy to all those involved in the service and all the other guests. Following the graduation ceremony, we would like to have a photo of all of the graduates as they exit the chapel. We ask that you allow the graduates to process out of the chapel before you leave your seats and keep the plaza clear until their group photo has been taken. Thank you and God bless you. Will the candidates for the degree of Master of Arts in Christian Education and Formation please rise? 
the degree of Master of Arts in Christian Education and Formation with tracks in teaching, ministry with young people, and spiritual formation and mission is a professional degree for church educators or those who wish to serve in ministry with young people. It is conferred upon those who have successfully completed the studies in education or youth ministry and in certain of the theological disciplines as prescribed therefore in this seminary. Mr. President, on behalf of the faculty, I present to you candidates for the degree of Master of Arts in Christian Education and Formation, certifying that they possess the requisite academic credentials and have fulfilled all of the requirements for admission thereto. By virtue of the authority granted to this School of Theology by the State of New Jersey, and in the name of the Board of Trustees, I admit you to the degree Master of Arts in the area of Christian education with tracks in teaching, ministry with young people, and spiritual formation and mission, and to all of the privileges and responsibilities pertaining thereto. So use this right to teach that every thought may be brought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. Ashley Lodato Cagno. Victor Costanda Do. Let us congratulate these graduates. Will the candidates for the, mass, for the degree of Master of Arts Theological Studies please rise? The degree of Master of Arts Theological Studies represents foundational understanding of the disciplines of theological scholarship as appropriate for ministry in the church, together with specialized study in one or more fields of that scholarship. It is conferred upon those who have successfully completed the course of study prescribed, therefore, in this seminary. Mr. President, on behalf of the faculty, I present to you these candidates for the degree of Master of Arts, Theological Studies, certifying that they possess possess the requisite academic credentials and have fulfilled all of the requirements for admission thereto. By virtue of the authority granted to this School of Theology by the State of New Jersey and in the name of the Board of Trustees, I admit you to the degree Master of Arts Theological Studies and to all of the privileges and responsibilities pertaining thereto. So use this right to teach that every thought may be brought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. David Edward Basher. 
Nicole Ann Basis, recipients of the Certificate in Theology, Women, and Gender. Scott Becker in absentia. Cameron David Brooks. Delphine Naomi Konzelman. Frank Anthony Delatore. Sarah Taylor Gibson. Matthew David Hamilton. Danielle Emile Hasbun. Victor G. Kuhn. Stephen Aaron Morrison. Charles Laughlin Sapp. Andrew Song, an absentia recipient of the Senior Fellowship in Religion and Society. Jacob Carey Wilbright. Christian Zamariego. And let us congratulate these graduates. Will the dual program candidates for the degrees of Master of Divinity and Master of Arts in Christian Education and Formation please rise. The degree of Master of Divinity is the basic professional degree for the practice of ministry. It is conferred upon those who have successfully completed studies in scripture, theology, the history of Christianity, and certain of the behavioral sciences, together with an apprenticeship in ministerial practice as prescribed, therefore, in this seminary. The degree of Master of Arts in Christian Education and Formation, with tracks in teaching, ministry with young people in spiritual formation and mission, is a professional degree for the church educators and those who wish to serve in ministry with young people. It is conferred upon those who have successfully completed the studies in education and youth ministry and in certain of the theological disciplines as prescribed, therefore, in this seminary. Mr. President, on behalf of the faculty, I present to you these candidates for the degrees of Master of Divinity and Master of Arts in Christian Education and Formation, certifying that they possess the requisite academic credentials and have fulfilled all of the requirements for admission thereto. By virtue of the authority granted to the School of Theology by the State of New Jersey, and in the name of the Board of Trustees, I admit you to the dual degrees of Master of Divinity 
and Master of Arts, and to all of the privileges and responsibilities pertaining thereto. So use this right to teach that every thought may be brought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. David James Black, recipient of the Jago Awards in Homiletics and Speech Two, the Frederick Beekner Award in Excellence in Writing, and the Certificate in Black Church Studies. Ryan Benjamin Cagno, Meredith Elaine Cox, recipient of the Robert E. Spear Award in College Ministry, the David Hugh Jones Award in Music, their Certificate in Theology, Ecology, and Faith Formation, and their Certificate in Theology, Women and Gender. Stephanie Marie Dion. Elizabeth Ann Guthridge, recipient of the Certificate in Theology, Women and Gender. Joshua Adam Kelly. Kristen Nicole Levins, recipient of the Certificate in Theology, Ecology and Faith Formation and a Certificate in Theology, Women and Gender. Jennifer Lynn Lewis, recipient of the Senior Fellowship in History. Melissa Ashley Martin, recipient of the John Havron Award for Excellence in Christian Education. Warner Rodrigo Ramirez, recipient of the Robert Boyd Munger Award in Youth Ministry. Jessica Lindsay Regal, recipient of the Certificate in Theology Ecology and Faith Formation. Changwon Seo. Daniel Antonio Velez. Healy J. Velez. Brandon Kyle Watson, recipient of the Senior Fellowship in Theology. Thad Allen Winkle, recipient of the Arthur Paul Retch Memorial Award in Theology and Pastoral Ministry and the Certificate in Black Church Studies. Please join me in congratulating these graduates. You may be seated. Will the candidates for the degree of Master of Divinity please rise?
The degree of Master of Divinity is the basic professional degree for the practice of ministry. It is conferred upon those who have successfully completed studies in scripture, theology, the history of Christianity, and certain of the behavioral sciences, together with an apprenticeship in ministerial practice as prescribed therefore in this seminary. Mr. President, on behalf of the faculty, I present to you these candidates for the degree of Master of Divinity, certifying that they possess the requisite academic credentials and have fulfilled all of the requirements for admission thereto. By virtue of the authority granted to this School of Theology by the State of New Jersey, and in the name of the Board of Trustees, I admit you to the degree of Master of Divinity and to all of the privileges and responsibilities pertaining thereto. So use this right to teach that every thought may be brought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. We ask that you please, please hold your applause until all candidates have received their diplomas. Emily Catherine Adams. I see how much good that did. William Bennett Aldrich. Mark Adam Almquist Murray. Kyle Robert Anderson. Richard Anthony Anderson, recipient of the Certificate in Black Church Studies. Edwin Roger Aravello, Jr. Isaac Yaba. Benjamin Brian Bailey. Ashley Marie Bear. Paul Thomas Barnett. Carmel Bougelin. Peter James Benson. Recipient of the Senior Fellowship in Practical Theology and the Matthew Anderson, Jonathan C. Gibbs, and John B. Reeve Award. Care Michelle Berg. James Michael Besaw. Carrie Grace Kabush. Zachary Stephen Calvo. Mary Beth Charters. Emily Ruth Chesley. Ian Andrew Clark.
Lindsay Kathleen Clark. Kristen Amanda College. Jaslyn N. Coney, recipient of the certificate in Black Church Studies. Richard Edward Cummings. Kyle Anthony Dupre in absentia. Joseph Livingston Dixon. Courtney Ann Ducharme. Erica Ernest, recipient of the John Allen Swink Award in preaching. Andrew Edward. Michael Lawrence Figgins, Jr. Jamie C. Fiorino. Jamel Javon Flagg. Barbara Florville, recipient of the Certificate in Black Church Studies and the Certificate in Theology, Women, and Gender. Brian Francis Fox, recipient of the David Allen Whedon Award in Sacred Music. Ann McIntyre Donnie Fife, recipient of their certificate in theology, women, and gender. Mary Elizabeth Gaston. Danielle Danita Gilchrist. Charles B. Gilmer. Jordan Marie Goodwin, recipient of the Certificate in Theology, Women, and Gender. Veronica Jean Gould, recipient of the Mary Long Greer Hugh Davies Award in Preaching. Lydia Grace Quine Espiritu Gray. Stephanie Joy Grigg, recipient of the Certificate in Black Church Studies and the Certificate in Theology, Women and Gender. Before I leave this page, I want to, uh, want to say that Danielle Gilchrist is the recipient of the Certificate in Black Church Studies. Christina Lynn Hallam, recipient of the Certificate in Theology, Women, and Gender. 
Michael Thomas Hansen. Holly Orr Hebditch. William Allen Horn, recipient of the Henry James Senior Award. Enoch Sun Kai Soup. Jaeung Wang. Monika A. Jackson. Aaron Ann Schumble Jacobson in absentia. Paul Emanuel Jetter, recipient of their certificate in Black Church Studies. Jean M. Jules. Isaac June. Eric Paul Kuberian, recipient of the Wilbur R. and May Klosterhouse Award in Church History and Pastoral Ministry, the Brian M. Kirkland Award in, for Excellence in Practical Theology, the C. Frederick and Cleta R. Matthias Memorial Award in Worship and Pastoral Ministry, and and the Friar Club Award. Alex Day Jin Kim. Dohee Kim. Hak Yoon Kim. Paul Jun Yong Kim. Timothy Morgan King. Michael Blake Lang. Benjamin Jinyoung Lee. Recipient of the Graduate Study Fellowship for the Pulpit Parish Ministry and the Thomas A. and Alma Neal World Mission and Evangelism Award in speech communication in ministry. Hannah, Hannah Abby Lee in absentia. Kelly L. Lipinski, recipient of the Jago Awards and Homiletics in Speech One. James Edward Lewis. Sarah Elizabeth Logeman. Molly Elizabeth Lorden, recipient of the Certificate in Theology, Women and Gender. Edward William Lowe, recipient of the Seward Hiltner Award in Theology and Personality. Joel William Lynn, Adam Humor Lyons. 
Andrew Guy Mangione. Allison Lindsay Moss. Emily Rose McCatherine, recipient of the George L. Rentschler Award in Speech Communication. Andrew Timothy McGibbon, recipient of the Certificate in Black Church Studies. Douglas J. Mepelink, recipient of the Robert K. Kelly Memorial Award in Youth Ministry. Natasha Dianera Milton, recipient of the Aaron E. Gast Award in Urban Ministry, the David B. Walter Motor Award in Church Leadership, and the Certificate in Black Church Studies. Theron Clay Mock III, recipient of the Robert L. Maitland Award in New Testament Exegesis. Garrett Robert Mostowski. Hannah Delane Olson. Rachel Yeji Park. Kayla Jean Peck. Andrew Joseph Peter. Anna Dell Petrie. Joseph Cho Finnessy, recipient of the Asian American Ministry Award. Sarah Jean Peek. Mary Ellen Witten Poe, recipient of the Jean Ann Swope and James L. Meachin Award in Christian Ethics and the Gerald R. Johnson Memorial Award in Speech Communication and Ministry. Gregory Nathan Rapier, recipient of the George E. Sweezy Award for Excellence in Homiletics. Michael Richard Reed, recipient of the Frederick Beekner Award for Excellence in Writing. Sheena Dolores Roll, recipient of the Samuel Wilson Blizzard Memorial Award, the Certificate in Black Church Studies, and the Certificate in Theology, Women and Gender. Kristen Alexander Ryan, recipient of the Edler Garnet Hawkins Memorial Award for Scholastic Excellence. Shikaro Samuel Saito. Andre A. Samuels, recipient of the Certificate in Black Church Studies. Hannah May Scanlon. Jeremiah Winston Seepersad.
Grayson Kent Seegers. Nahed Sawanis. Alexander George Seemers, recipient of the Edward A. Downey Award for Excellence in Reformation Theology. Renee R. Simpson II. David Paul Smith. Emily Mackenzie Snyder. Romy Daniel St. John, recipient of the Certificate in Christian Jewish Studies. Jordan Russell Starr. Stephen Samuel Sir, in absentia. Daniel Lau Tate. Kevin Wayne Van Hook, recipient of the Kenyon J. Wildrick Award for Excellence in Homiletics and the Certificate in Black Church Studies. Austin Robert Vernon. Yeti Hikika Walker, recipient of the Certificate in Black Church Studies. Daryl Joy Walters, recipient of the Certificate in Black Church Studies. Julia Worthy Watkins. Nathan Eugene Weaver. Bridget Susan Wendell. Winter Marie Wiggins. Cynthia Rayner Wilcox. Jean M. Wilkinson, recipient of the Certificate in Black Church Studies. Ryan Rowe Willie. William Jacob Bonnie Wilson, recipient of the John T. Galloway Award in Expository Preaching. Samuel Jackson Yen Bata, recipient of the Robert P. Goodlin Award, the Certificate in Black Church Studies, and a Certificate in Theology, Woman and gender. Joel Thomas Young, Jr. Now, please join me in congratulating these graduates.
Please be seated. Will the candidates for the degree Master of Theology please rise? The degree of Master of Theology represents advanced study in the disciplines of theological scholarship beyond the basic professional degree. It is conferred upon those who have successfully completed the course of study prescribed in this seminary. Mr. President, on behalf of the faculty, I present to you these candidates for the degree of Master of Theology, certifying that they possess the requisite academic and theological credentials and have fulfilled all of the requirements for admission thereto. By virtue of the authority granted to this School of Theology by the State of New Jersey, and in the name of the Board of Trustees, I admit you to the degree of Master of Theology and to all of the privileges and responsibilities pertaining thereto. So use this right to teach that every thought may be brought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. Kamalukamaran Arumugam. Inatoli Fugoto I. Jessica Noel Brooks. Noah Allen Daniel Buchholz in absentia. Robert Allen Cargo. Josue Javier Ceballos. Melissa Leon Chan. Victor Chandra. Hei Jin Choi. Aaron Joseph Decker. David Luke Dupre. Brenna Durkie Dykeman. Mary Antoinette Gebatan Moss. Hossam Garas. Andrew Michael Hagee in absentia. Yuntak Han. Benjamin Antoine Jacob. Day Wung Jo.
Kurung Saugun. Stephen Tongwook Gim in absentia. Hei Wan Lee. Prince Varghese Madathalathu. Brian Youngwoon Moon in absentia. Alicia Angelica Besa Panganaban. Chan Park. Catherine Elizabeth Shevel. John Clark Sneed in absentia. James Robert Wood in absentia. Please join me in congratulating these graduates. Will the candidates for the degree of Doctor of Philosophy please rise? <laughs> the degree of Doctor of Philosophy represents theological scholarship and inquiry on the highest academic level marking its holders as peers with their teachers and qualified to serve on university, college, and seminary faculties. In 1940, the Board of Trustees of Princeton Theological Seminary voted to begin offering doctoral degrees, and today we celebrate the 78th anniversary of the doctoral program. This degree is conferred upon those who have successfully completed the course of study prescribed in this seminary. Mr. President, on behalf of the faculty, I present to you these candidates for the degree of Doctor of Philosophy, certifying that they possess the requisite academic and theological credentials and have fulfilled all of the requirements for admission thereto. By the authority granted to this School of Theology by the State of New Jersey, and in the name of the Board of Trustees, I admit you to the degree of Doctor of Philosophy and to all of the privileges and responsibilities pertaining thereto. So use this right to teach that every thought may be brought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. Joy Lindy Arroyo. Dissertation, Spiritual Transformation and Church Involvement in Matrescence, How the Transition to Motherhood May Lead to Spiritual Change and the Church's Role in this Transformation. The faculty advisor is Richard R. Osmer. David Osborne Bruner, Dissertation, the Word of Truth, 
Eberhard Jungel on God, Truth, and History. The faculty advisor is Bruce L. McCormick. Assisting in the hooding is John R. Bolin. Gordon Allen Govins. Dissertation, the witness of a biblical theologian, pastor, and jurist, testimony as a source of knowledge of God in John Calvin's religious epistemology. The faculty advisor is Elsie A. McKee. Justin Michael Nickel. <laughs> Dissertation, The Work of Faith, Divine Grace, and Human Agency in Martin Luther's Preaching. The faculty advisor is John R. Bolin. Jeanette Hur Oak. Dissertation. Who You Are No Longer, Constructing Ethnic Identity in First Peter. The faculty advisor is George L. Parsinius. Minga Pachwal. <laughs> Dissertation, A Loving and Compassionate God a newly constructed hermeneutic for preaching in the contemporary Mizo context. The faculty advisor is Cleophas J. LaRue, Jr. Assisting in the hooding is Sally A. Brown. <laughs> Catherine Joy Kilstrom Timty. Dissertation, Passage Towards Childhood, The Transformational Role of Discipleship in Mark 10, 13 through 16. The faculty advisor is C. Clifton Black. Kristen J. Wendland, in absentia. Dissertation, City Servant, Wisdom, Folly, Personified Figures, and the Jerusalem Temple. The faculty advisor is Dennis T. Olson. Graduates, welcome to the Company of Scholars. Graduates, please rise.
You may be seated. Let us pray. Holy God, we ask that in these moments you would speak your word by your own spirit to these who stand ready to follow Jesus. We ask it in his name. Amen. Whenever the disciples got discouraged with following a mysterious savior, they went back to doing something they understood, something they were good at, fishing. But have you ever noticed that whenever we find the disciples fishing in the biblical narrative, they are never catching anything? The text says they fished all night and caught nothing. They were supposed to be skilled at this. It was their plan B in case this following Jesus thing didn't work out. They fished all night and caught nothing. You have spent years at Princeton Theological Seminary learning theology. But be clear, we were not just giving you skills you could rely on. We were giving you a means of approaching Jesus Christ, the Savior. If you get disappointed in him when you leave here, don't think you can rely on your knowledge about him. Don't think you can rely on just being smart and a hard worker. You are casting your life not on your skills as a student, but on the subject of your studies. If you leave here with faith just in your skills, even your theological skills, you too will find that soon you are fishing all night and catching nothing. After this disastrous night, the next morning the disciples were at the shore so discouraged, and we find them washing their empty nets. It is then that Jesus shows up. He asks them if he can use their boat for a pulpit. The disciples figure they might as well put this boat to some good use, so they let him and Jesus gives a good sermon. At the end of that, he then looks back at the disciples and says, okay, now let's go fishing. It's at this point that the disciples object, as if to say, Jesus, you know about preaching, but when it comes to fishing, when it comes to getting into a PhD program, when it comes to getting ordained, when it comes to finding a high tolerance for church bureaucracy, I've got more experience than you do, Jesus. 
But whenever we sacrifice Jesus' teaching from our own field of expertise, that turns worship into spiritual entertainment. We can sit by the shores on Sunday morning and enjoy Jesus' lovely words, but then when we leave church, we li live as if, in fact, we are the savior of our own ship. Before you begin any type of ministry, be clear that the sum total of the job description of Savior has already been filled. There's nothing more dangerous than pastors or scholars trying to be Jesus, for not only will you catch nothing, but you will have nothing to offer. They do as Jesus says, they go out once again in the ships, this time with Jesus. They cast the net and the nets are so full of fish, they think the boat is going to sink. Now when you read this text, it's easy to get preoccupied with this miracle. Some will argue for the reality of this miracle of so many fish that it seems like the ship will sink because after all the Bible says it, that's good enough. Others will try to explain away the miracle and will explain that sometimes the fish in the sea swim in schools. And if the net went down just in front of the schools, it would collect more fish than the net was supposed to. And the gunnels of these ships were very low. And if they were all on one side, leaning over, it would look like the ship was going to sink. And, 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 it all misses the point, doesn't it? The point that should make you stutter and statter and slap your head is the discovery that we have the incarnation of God on board in our little ship. If you can see that, the fish thing is easy. Don't get distracted by the fish in this story. Fish can't save you. For that, we turn to the gospel proclamation in this text that Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, is on board. On the days when the little boat called your life or your family or our church or our world is threatened at sea, on the days when you think the ship is sinking, on the days when it seems like injustice will always reign and you will always have to struggle for your God-created dignity, on the days when it seems like we are going to just keep letting our children get slaughtered in school, on the days when you have worked so hard trying to make a difference in this world and are still lost at sea, on the stormy nights when it feels like your relationships are unraveling, when you have fished all night and caught nothing, look around to see that you are not alone. There is a savior on that boat. Now anything can happen. A while back, while 
flying on an airplane, sitting in my seat, minding my own business, just working on a talk I had to give, the man in the seat next to me asked that question all pastors dread, which is, what line of work are you in? <laughs> I knew this wasn't going to go well because I've been here before. Once I tell him, I know that one of two things is going to happen. Either I'm going to hear about his disappointments with church along the way, or if he finds out that I'm a Presbyterian minister, he's going to try to witness to me. <laughs> this man went with option A. So I heard about his terrible time in Sunday school and the disastrous confirmation class he went to and how awful youth group was. I heard about his disappointments with all of the lousy sermons he had to listen to, his disappointments with the church's lack of influence in society, and the list went on. When he finally got done, I looked at him and said, you know, I spend a lot more time with the church than you do. I know a lot more about the church than you do. And let me tell you, you don't know the half of it. <laughs> it's so much worse than you're thinking. <laughs> don't even get me started on the clergy. <laughs> so he said, well, well, then why do you stay with the church? Because it's where I go to find Jesus. Even two or three of us gathered there can find Jesus in our midst. I know Jesus is also at other places, but I'm certain he's with the church where very flawed disciples gather in his name. When one of those flawed disciples, Peter, realized the power of the Savior that he had been carrying around in his boat, he fell down at Jesus' knees and said, Go away from me, Lord, for I am a sinner. Note that Jesus doesn't argue that point. Sinners are the only kind of people Jesus lets on board in the church. That's why we have the church. It's where we sinners keep going to find a means of grace. It's where we keep going to find absolution for our sin. There are so many things you can do on your own to nurture your soul. You can engage in the spiritual and the devotional life. You can engage in scholarship. You can engage in mission. But when it comes to receiving absolution, you need a priest for that. Let us remember the point of the Reformation was not to get away from priests, but to extend the priesthood to all believers. You need to be surrounded by another believer who sees Jesus in our midst and can say, in Jesus Christ, you are forgiven. That's why we go to church. Jesus responds to Peter's confession with the promise of vocation. Do not be afraid. 
Do not be afraid that you are a sinner. From now on, you will be catching people. To catch people means to prevent them from falling. All around the church, and according to this text, within the church, people are falling into despair. Some are despairing because they were privileged and thought that if they just followed the rules, they would be fulfilled. A word, by the way, that's not in the Bible. But they fished all night. And not only did they not find fulfillment, they found nothing worthy of their lives. Others are despairing because the struggle for racial and gender equality is long and hard and made more difficult by the privilege being preoccupied with their own fulfillment. Still others despair because their relationships sailed past intimacy a long time ago or because they returned from the doctor's office one day to realize their bodies are always going to hurt. All of us who love and care about the church are tempted to despair because it has long been a ship filled with holes and we kept keep fretting that it is sinking. What we all need is to be caught, to be caught up in the gospel's proclamation that a savior is still on board. He has not abandoned the ship called church or the world that he was dying to love. You've got to open your eyes to see this. You've got to see that Jesus the Christ is with you and he is not nearly done. Otherwise, your vocation, your cherished human agency will reduce to empty nets. You would not have spent years here in theological study if you did not believe that God is with us. Hopefully, we've helped you explore the heights and depths and length and breadth of what it means that God is with us. Hopefully, we've helped you understand the moral and ethical imperatives of realizing that God is with us. But on most days, it's not all that hard to believe that God is with us. But on many dark nights, it's going to be hard to believe that God is with you. So let this be my last words to you. Not only is God with us, God is always with you. If you can see that, you will not be surprised to find the Savior doing the most miraculous things through your ministry. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen.
And now let us turn our hearts, this barely containable joy, to God in prayer. God of eternity, we pray for these graduates. We stand before you deeply humbled by your claim on our lives and our identity as a people of the resurrection, a people of the impossible, a people of Pentecost in a world that often limits our possibilities. Our hearts are filled with gratitude as we stand with these women and men in this sacred place between what has been and what is yet to be. And so we pray for them as they commence a new season, singing new songs, getting caught up, writing new pages with their witness in faithful response to your call upon their hearts. We pray in gratitude for all who have walked with them, for all who have called them by name, families and friends, faculty, administrators, all whose healing hands have embraced them as they walk through the challenges and joys of this journey. And we pray for the church in its many traditions, ministries, and forms as it receives and embraces the spirit, the wisdom, the gifts of this generation of leaders. But Lord, as we pray with such gratitude, as we affirm the privilege of this moment, may this moment serve to embolden our hearts and minds to not forget the senseless violence, injustice, the despair, the hate, the spiritual exhaustion that continues to plague our world. May we be mindful of our call to respond as broken vessels of your love, bringing light into the darkest places of the human heart. Mindful and aware that although we are not the source of the light, dear God, we are indeed called to reflect that light, that light of Jesus the Christ, into those places where darkness prevails. And so we are bold to pray, knowing and trusting that you are indeed with us. You are indeed in the book with us, inspiring, empowering us. So may we go forth into the world confident that your Holy Spirit continues to be unleashed in new and unexpected ways. And may we respond with energy, creativity, boldness, conviction, and joy. All this we pray in the powerful name of the one Jesus the Christ, amen.
Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.